Hello and welcome to the Mind Body Free Podcast. I am your host, Abigail Moss. I'm a shaman. I'm here to awaken the healers, to not simply teach you, but to bring you home to your own divinity, nature, and spirit, so that you may remember the depths of your own being, power, and purpose, and embody your original medicine in all that you do. This work is not for the faint of heart, but for the driven seeker who will not quit until they find what calls them. This is for those who are ready to step into their power, even though it fucking terrifies them. This is for the medicine women, the light workers, and the weary souls who've lived countless lifetimes. This is a path to mend your deepest of wounds, to remember the innocence of your nature. This is a way of embodiment, integrity, and awakening. It is a portal back to your soul and a bridge between worlds. This is where we reclaim our magic, our birthright, and our true being. A magic that was hidden for centuries by religion, madness, and fear. It is a power that stirs in our wombs and a knowing whispered by our ancestors. It is a song sung by the universe. It is our birthright, our divinity, and our being. We are here to remember it, embody it, and return it to the world from which it was hidden. Welcome. This is season two, Reclaim Your Magic. I am back. I took a few weeks off and I am back into consistency in this podcast. It is happening, guys. I did some tapping um, to release some blocks around uh, consistency, some EFT tapping last night, and it was really good. It was really effective and so simple. Oh my God, so simple. And I find that when it comes to moving forward in your life, it's really about integrating the things that you learn. When you get stuck on something, to not let that stay stuck. Because if you're feeling or noticing a behavior where you are avoiding or resisting in some way, and it's this is all subconscious patterns. It's not like we're actively thinking, I'm going to be inconsistent. No, we don't do that. It comes from these subconscious beliefs, these blocks that we pick up throughout our childhood and throughout different lifetimes that end up sabotaging us and what we want to create in our lives. So it's about recognizing when this happens and getting the support or integrating tools to move through it so that you can come out the other side of it. Because I know we all have a calling here. We all have a higher vision that our, we come into this world with that is held in our higher self, that's held in our soul. And we all have the capacity to access that. It's simply a matter of learning how, of getting the support to learn how. And Medicine Within is starting in just a couple of weeks. It is a sacred container to help you answer the calling to come into healing and come into knowing yourself and sharing the medicine that only you can share with the world and that the world needs from you. 
It is a container where you will be guided into deep healing in your body. So a lot of people I work with are old souls. They've been healers for multiple lifetimes, even if they aren't currently in this life. There is a part of them that has this deep wisdom and knowing that they are beginning to come online to. And with that, healers have been through a lot of shit, guys. They've had a lot of challenges, and women have had a lot of challenges. And there's this collective wound called the witch wound, and that is the collective imprint of persecutions that women have faced. Healer or not, many women were accused of being a witch simply for being tall or connected to animals or nature or being an herbalist or an energy worker. A lot of us have been through these experiences, whether you're currently a woman or a man. You know, you may have been through this in a past life in either form. It's not something that we have to stay stuck in. So for me, I spent years being caught up in the witch wound, being afraid to share my gifts as a healer, being afraid to move forward until I started really healing those parts of myself. And I used all of the tools. I used past life healing. I worked with other practitioners. I worked with myself. Uh, Past life healing, energy healing, inner child healing, subconscious healing, somatic healing. I use all of these tools. And these are all the tools that I bring into medicine within for my students, where you're going to learn how to release these energies from your being in a gentle and compassionate way, these energies that hold you down, that block you from feeling worthy or enough. You're going to be guided through these shamanic journeys that are a deep healing for the soul where you can break free of generational patterns and things that have been caught in your energy guiding your decisions and how you feel for lifetimes this is a massive spiritual intervention (laughs) and it can happen in a matter of 10 minutes in this profoundly beautiful gentle way often these kinds of healings happen faster than the mind can keep up with so a lot of what we do after is grounding it into the mind and helping the mind adapt to this new way of being and saying hey it's okay for this to be your identity now for you to feel free, for you to feel peace. And even though pain and chaos may have been what was familiar in the past, it's okay to make your new familiar, you know, freedom and peace and following your dreams, following your purpose that is calling you. So we work with all levels, hypnotherapy, we work with shamanic healing, we work with neurolinguistic programming, somatic healing of the nervous system, energy healing through Qigong. I work with uh, Jeanette Lee, who is a phenomenal Chinese energetic medicine therapist. She's studying to be a Taoist priest. She's incredibly skilled and knowledgeable, and she helps students with deep healing on their physical body. And she does it in a very gentle way through energy work, and she guides people in diet, supplements, lifestyle, as well as prescription qigong exercises they can do on their own. So she's helped a lot of people really find vitality and balance in their body again. And that's a big piece because so many of us who've been through these traumas and throughout our life and throughout many lifetimes, it takes a toll on the body when we hold that pain in the body. And so a lot of This healing kind of has to begin with the body so that we're strong enough that we have the energy to open up to our deeper purpose and to 
go into the other spiritual and energetic layers. So really it's healing it in the body first. You're going to learn tools to gently release and heal karmic blocks that may have been there for so many lifetimes and ways that you can just simply integrate them throughout your day as you come against these things that you're getting stuck on, that you're feeling overwhelmed by, you can begin immediately using this very simple self-healing tool to release them. Because it's really about integration as much as it is about massive momentum and healing. Because we heal through community, through sacred containers, through personalized, dialed-in, one-on-one support, which you also get, by the way, you get one-on-one sessions. But we also have to integrate that into our lives. And so a lot of what we learn in Medicine Within is about integrating it into your life. So this is for people who are feeling a call to heal themselves. A part of you knows there's stuff there and it's been there for a very long time and you're ready to finally transform it so you can step into your power and share your original medicine with the world. This is also for people who have done trainings to be a healer, but you feel paralyzed in moving forward and actually doing your work. That comes back from the witch wound. That comes back from having been persecuted in past lifetimes. And in those past lifetimes, what is the beliefs that you formed about never letting this happen to you again? There is going to be a very powerful energy that will try to protect you from something that painful ever happening to you again. And so there are ways that we can gently and compassionately shift and release that so that you can move forward. And we're releasing it from the spirit, from your energy, and from your physical body and mind. So it's a holistic approach on all of these levels and we can't skip one because they all have to work together. But when you do that, that is when you find massive momentum. I've done, I've invested in so many courses from practical business courses to spiritual healing and the most powerful ones I've ever done have been the inner work, the inner spiritual healing work. But we're also going to take that and ground it into your 3D reality. So with these shifts, these massive shifts we'll experience together, you're going to then take the steps of what is it I want to create in my life? What is the next step to creating it? And we're going to take like this big, profound, spiritual reality and we're going to anchor it into step by step to follow your purpose, to share your gifts. And whatever that may be, maybe it's being a healer, maybe it's being a creative, maybe you have a unique calling to help in a specific way, it's allowing yourself to move towards that by taking 3D actionable steps from a deeply inspired place. You can't have only action without the vision, you can't have only vision without the action, we need to marry the two to really create massive change in our lives. You're going to learn how to connect with your future self, how to move your body with breath and movement and intention to shift energy, to shift beliefs, to gain clarity from your higher self, from your future self, from your soul, and use that to then move forward from a deeply aligned and clear space. This is a place where It involves rapid, phenomenal growth and transformation through the grounded experience of the body. 
and through the deep wisdom of the soul. It is in this blend that we are able to quantum leap beyond who we thought we could be, beyond what we thought was available to us in this lifetime. And this is something I've been running this program for a few years now, and I've gotten to see so many of my students just grow and deeply step into who they're meant to be. So if this is you and you are feeling the call, then reach out to me. There are still a few spots left, but registration will be closing soon. So you can check me out on Facebook and Instagram in the show notes, and you can check me out at mindbodyfree.com. And if you're feeling the call, then let that be your guide. Let that be a voice you listen to instead of the voice of doubt, of uncertainty, because you know where that voice takes you. You've already been down that road. Maybe it's time for something new. And in this episode, I'm going to be sharing with you a replay from a live class that I taught in my HeartSpace Facebook group, and you can check that out in the show notes, where I talk all about the witch wound, my experiences in healing the witch wound, and how I help others. So you can hear about how it shows up in your life, the signs to look for, what's involved in transforming this so that you can then have what you crave. You can then step into your higher vision, your higher purpose, into being of service in a really powerful way, in a way that your soul chose in this lifetime. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome. I hope you guys are all having a beautiful week, enjoying the springtime, enjoying the spring equinox. Just did a ceremony in my community yesterday and this really beautiful journey of planting seeds that we wanted to sow for the future and letting those seeds carry us into a future vision of what we're meant to be creating next or what we want to create in our life. And sometimes those visions are often very surprising and beautiful and maybe unexpected like a wisdom from your your future self. So what I'm going to be diving into today is really, um, it's been so transformational to my life, learning about the things that I've been through in previous lifetimes. And last week we did talk about past lives and it was, it was like a little introduction to kind of the, the depth that our soul can touch when we start accessing all of these other parts of ourselves and memories from other lifetimes. So today I'm going to be talking about the witch wound, and this is something that might sound heavy. It was heavy historically, and it still is in some parts of the world. These kinds of things still happen in some places, very sadly. So what is the witch wound? What does that mean? Have you heard this term before? When you hear that term, does, do you feel anything in your body? Because our mind does this really beautiful thing for us where it causes us to forget things that we're not yet ready to process. And so we might intellectually think like, oh, that's weird, whatever. But then you might feel something in your body where it's like, oh, why am I feeling tight? Or why am I feeling emotion? Or why is this resonating with me? Because your body remembers. And I know that in a past life, you had a different body. But we come into this world, a soul brings this energetic matrix that comes in and inhabits the body with the memories of all of these past experiences we've ever been through in various lifetimes and various forms. And so that memory is still within you and it can be felt in the body. And so when I talk about the witch wound, 
I'm talking about the persecution that happened to healers all over the world throughout history. And this was led by Christianity and by colonialism. It was in Europe, and then it spread through many other parts of the world across the USA. And what happens is that women, mostly, some some men as well, but a lot of women were persecuted simply for being an energy healer or for being an herbalist or for talking with animals or showing an affinity to nature or being too independent, not being married or being too outspoken, stirring a pot or being too tall or having red hair or pissing the wrong person off. <laughs> it could be, it could have been any reason. And there was this kind of belief that, you know, women were inherently flawed or inferior. And it was very much led by patriarchal views and very much led by, by dark energy that was kind of possessing the egoic minds of the leaders of that time, unfortunately. And so many, many women all around the world were persecuted, were tortured and killed for being healers or for being too outspoken or anything that just happened to catch someone the wrong way. And so when something like that happens, with any kind of trauma that happens, there's the individual trauma and there's the collective trauma. So we can feel that trauma in the collective psyche of women that, as Eckhart Tolle would call it, the pain body. That's in the collective pain body for women. It's also in the land of the places where these things happened. It's in the individual's soul's memory. So it's in the individual's who had experienced that. And so we have the collective pain and we have this individual pain. And so you may have had a past life. If you were a healer today, there's a very good likelihood that you have suffered for that at some point in a previous lifetime. And there's also the possibility that you somehow didn't. You made, <laughs> made it out unscathed, but you're also feeling the collective pain within our collective consciousness of this wound that's happened. And so Today, that can present like a fear of being seen. So I have you, if you ever have felt a fear of showing your face on social media, a fear of saying the wrong thing and being attacked for it, a fear of following your purpose of what feels really powerful to you. So I know for me, when I was earlier on in my journey, I was in Peru, I was working with plant medicines and I was having all these incredible, beautiful journeys there. And we were pulling Oracle cards with my friends there. And I had, I think we were about to do a plant medicine ceremony, perhaps. And I was given a card of like the intention for that ceremony. And I pulled a card and it said, medicine woman. And at this point, I was a photographer. I was not a healer. But just this feeling of terror struck through my body. My friend said, oh, that means that's what you're meant to be doing. <laughs> the tear just got even louder. And I just felt this paralyzing fear because it felt powerful and it felt true and it felt very dangerous, but I didn't know why. And I didn't understand why until I had, I've done many sessions with this. I worked with lots of healers, beautiful healers who've helped me with this quite a bit because while I do fully believe that we are ultimately our own greatest healer, having a guide to walk you through this is invaluable and often very essential. So I've been doing a lot of work on unpacking why that scared me so much and other ways that this showed up in my life. So during my moon time, my monthly cycle, I would get excruciating, agonizing pain through my body. I would feel this heat radiating out of me. 
and this this agony and this this feeling and those thoughts in my head that's the feeling of life is too much like i don't want to live if it's this much suffering and i wouldn't get these thoughts other times of the month just that during my cycle and it would come in for a few hours and it would just debilitate me it was the most excruciating pain that i've ever felt and it would happen every month other things that would happen is friends were doing an energy treatment on me one time and they found this pocket of heat. There's just like, oh man, there's just so much heat in your field, so much fire. And I also had periods of being so angry, you know, just this rage. And there's all kinds of reasons for women to have unprocessed rage, but I was having all this rage come up and I was angry for about a year. I would wake up furious. So I was experiencing all of these things and I was also beginning to follow the path of being a healer because working with plant medicines in Peru really opened up my heart and my being to the world of spirit. It was a remembering of something that had been veiled to me for a large part of my life. And when I did that, I felt a calling to move forward and follow what felt purposeful for me, which was being a seeker and trying to understand as much as I could about myself, about consciousness, about life and about healing and finding freedom. I was following this path of becoming a healer and I was learning all of these ways to heal myself and I was finding the support from others and I began working with friends for free. And when it came to then making it a business, because I had done a photography business and it was not a big deal. I had no problem promoting or marketing that. It wasn't as near and dear to my heart. It didn't feel as sacred is the healing work that I did, as, which is shamanic healing. At that time, it was it was all shamanic healing. And I was terrified of coming out of the spiritual closet, of people, of calling myself a shaman, of, of being seen in the wrong way, of being attacked for that. And I just didn't put myself out there. I was terrified of saying anything that felt really true. And I kind of didn't even know what felt true to me anymore. I felt afraid of just doing it wrong and being canceled or being attacked somehow. And that fear felt very real. And the way that it showed up was very real. <laughs> I worked with a business coach and she, we would meet weekly. She'd give me all of these exercises to do. And then I would do none of them. Week after week after week, I would just always continuously fail to implement the things that I knew would help my business, things that I knew would help me move forward. I couldn't understand consciously. I couldn't fully understand why. And it was incredible incredibly frustrating. Like consciously, I wanted to heal, help others. I wanted to grow my business. I want to share this feeling, this calling that I felt to bring into the world. And I just felt like I was hitting these invisible walls. And even though a part of me knows and loves doing this healing work, occasionally I would have these thoughts that would come into my mind that say, would say, oh, I don't like doing this. I don't even want to do this. And I thought, where is that coming from? Like, that's not true. <laughs> so I was experiencing all of these things that were confusing. And I didn't understand what was going on. And it wasn't until I found, I think I found an article online or saw it somewhere that said the witch wound. And just reading that title, this witch wound, those words, it just struck a really powerful chord in me. There's a part of me that remembered something that I had forgotten and I was unconsciously playing out through this physical pain of my body, through this inability to execute and putting myself out there in my work and speaking my truth. And it wasn't until I saw that it kind of awoke something in me and there's this remembering and this recognition that I felt, this understanding. And from there, I went on to do more work in 
healing these pieces of my past through regression therapy, through all different kinds of healing support I would get. Actually, in my last shamanic Chinese medicine class, we were doing these really powerful sessions on each other, releasing the pain that's held in the soul. And that was the last piece that came up in a very big way of just all of this pain of having. So what happened to me was I was persecuted as a witch and I was burned alive. Not fun. Do not recommend that for anybody. And I had held on to that pain because when we go through a trauma, there is an energetic imprint that happens from that moment. And the level of intensity dictates the level of intensity in that imprint. So in that moment, and the trauma happens, we form beliefs, we make decisions, we are kind of a part of us almost gets stuck in that moment of time, just like our inner child would. So if something traumatic happened when you were a child and you felt helpless to do anything about it, until you go back and heal that inner part, that part of you stuck in that moment of time, it continues to act as if you're still in that moment anytime it gets triggered. So if you were yelled at when you were four, when someone raises their voice as an adult, you might be fearful and go back to that place of being four again in your nervous system. It's the same kind of thing with past lives. <laughs> so those traumas happen. They leave an energetic imprint and a part of us gets caught in that moment in time. So I did a lot of healing on that, of releasing that, of letting it go. And as I did that, funnily enough, I was then able to move forward in my business. I was then able to start speaking my truth. And when I did that last healing session, releasing the pain that I had been holding in my body that I had carried over from that lifetime that was like causing, contributing significantly to all of this chronic illness and fatigue and pain I had been feeling, as we released that, then the pain, my, month, my monthly cycle, I no longer had excruciating pain or heat radiating from me or this feeling like, why am I on this earth? Life is too much suffering that was gone, which is pretty effing amazing. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, for me anyway, the mind can think, oh, there's got to be all these scientific things happening in my body. I'm just not getting enough nutrients or there's some sort of infection. But sometimes it is a spiritual nature. And when we release that energy of that spiritual pain, the body no longer has to hold it and the symptoms are gone. It can be a really amazing thing when that happens. And that's what happened to me. Having dealt with that my whole life, let me tell you, it is a beautiful thing to not feel excruciating pain every month when I get my cycle. It's really lovely. And let me tell you as well that being a healer is the most rewarding, fulfilling work that I could ever do. And it's absolutely beautiful. And I absolutely love it. I remember who I am every time I'm facilitating a journey with my students or with a client and getting to see people grow and transform is the most beautiful thing ever. And when we have gifts to share, as a healer, you have healing gifts to share. There's things that your soul chose to express in this world coming into this lifetime. But when that gets blocked because of fear, because of some past trauma, it's an energy that isn't able to move through you. And any kind of energy that becomes stuck in the body can turn into things like pain, illness, disease, depression, anxiety. Because it's an energy that wants to move. All energy is meant to flow. When it gets blocked, it becomes problematic. And so if you're not sharing the gifts you're meant to share in this world, that's going to create more issues. And ironically, sharing your gifts, that might be the thing that feels most triggering, the idea of standing in your power and your truth and sharing that with the world. But 
that's the mountain that when you shift that and heal that, then you are able to freely express yourself and stand in your power and be seen and be heard and speak your truth. And it's not scary. It's beautiful. Because while it used to be dangerous to do that at one time, it's about updating that part of ourselves, updating all those many parts of ourselves and releasing the pain that had been held, letting those parts know that, yes, at one time that was dangerous, but now it's not. Now it's actually safer to be connected with your purpose and be expressing that through you. It's actually much safer to let energy flow through you. It's much healthier. It's much more fulfilling. And what a shame to not fully express your true self, the gifts that you've come here to share. Like that's just such a tragedy to me. And so many of us, so many healers, whether you are a healer now or you're feeling called to heal yourself, that's often how it begins. You heal yourself and you remember something and then you move on to help other people with that. When you're on that path and feeling that calling, then sharing that is the most beautiful thing you can do. And so many people who feel that calling and who are on that path have been persecuted before in some lifetime or another when they were either a healer or they pissed off the wrong person. (laughs) They spoke up too much. They spoke too many truths that powers that be didn't want to be heard. So those things can happen. It can become normalized. I've spoken with many healers, like a room full of different hypnotherapists and healing practitioners, telling them, you know, shyly, oh yeah, I was burned as a witch in a past life. (laughs) Different ones would say, oh yeah, I was drawn and quartered or I was hanged. It became normalized because (laughs) everyone in the room had experienced that. And so, yes, I can take the weight off of it, but there's also work that we have to do if you're finding that's holding you back today. If you haven't done work on that yet, very likely work to be done on that. And that can be something that helps to free your body of pain. It can be something that enables you to be seen, to speak your truth, to share your gifts in a big and beautiful and abundant way and have the impact you're meant to have in this world. So it's healing and reintegrating the parts of your past self that were wounded and in doing so, freeing yourself of the blocks to moving forward and doing what you're meant to be doing in this lifetime. So I'd love to hear from you guys if this has been resonating with you. And do you find that when it comes to visibility and being seen, what comes up for you? If it is something that is like a paralyzing fear, if you are really struggling to execute on things that you know are going to help move your business forward or move your life forward or things that could cause you to stand out, you know, maybe you've taken a business course and you just were not able to implement anything and or even remember what was said. That's a trauma response, <laughs> you know? So it's looking at these things that come up and not letting them stop you from doing what you're meant to be doing in this life. Because if you're feeling stuck or blocked, it's just a lesson to be learned there. It's just a part to be healed. It's just some wound to be released so that you can then move forward. And there's such a gift in that lesson. So when I heal those past life version of me who was persecuted, I also got to connect with her, who she was as this beautiful healer, connecting with animals and children and nature and just learning so much from her and how much light she brought into the world. So there's so many gifts that can come from that. And the greatest gift, I believe, is really it's a reclamation of yourself. It's reclaiming your truth, reclaiming your power, 
reclaiming your gifts, the magic that wants to move through you. That's something that we all deserve to experience. And that's the most fulfilling thing. It's such a beautiful thing to express who you truly are, free of the places that you've been blocked or stuck or wounded in the past because you've healed and reintegrated those parts and been able to move forward. And with that, it's the decisions that we make too. So if you were hurt in a previous lifetime for sharing your gifts, your soul may have consciously or unconsciously decided in a moment of pain, I'm never going to let this happen to me again. And I had, I had thought when I was being persecuted, I'm never going to let this happen again. Nothing is worth this kind of pain. And so how did that show up in my life? Showed up in my life as not moving forward in my business, being afraid of calling myself the kind of healer that I am, being afraid of being too much, always pulling back, not speaking my truth, playing small, not trusting my intuition, not feeling confident and sharing my gifts. All of these things can come up through the experiences we've been through, through the decisions we made in that moment, and through and through what we made it mean as well. You know, when we go back, what beliefs were formed about yourself and others in that time? You know, are people unsafe? Are people bad? Am I unworthy? What does it mean about me if others are doing this to me? You know, a lot of things can come from this place. And it's really when we bring healing to that place, so many gifts come from that of reclaiming your worthiness, your inherent worthiness, reclaiming your voice, your gifts, the truest expression of your highest self and doing the work you chose to do in this lifetime and fulfilling your soul's mission here. What an incredible thing to reclaim <laughs> because it is the very real experience that the soul endured and energetic imprint of that can be very strong and can become carried over to a very real reaction today. But when you heal that, it doesn't have to stop you from moving forward, from following your purpose, from sharing your gifts, whatever they are, whether you're a healer or a creative or you know an entrepreneur or a leader, or maybe you have no idea and you feel like, I have no idea what my purpose is. But you do, a part of you does, your soul does. It's just been blocked either through feeling that it's unsafe, through feeling unworthy of it, through a multitude of reasons. But as you heal these pieces of the past, then everything else opens up too. And the, the bigger the piece, then the more opens up. Because if it created all of these beliefs about your own self-worth, all of these blocks around being seen, around growing and sharing your work, standing in your truth and your power, what you get to reclaim as you heal it. So the reclamation is beautiful. It's work though. But when you don't do the work, that pain doesn't go anywhere. Avoiding the work is only going to guarantee that it's going to keep bouncing back into you and circulating through your system. It might lie dormant for a little period of time, but then it's going to come back again and again. And the only way to end that pattern is by doing the work. It's the only way. Okay. You don't have to do it alone. There are parts of it that can be very beautiful and the healing of it is ultimately much less painful than living with it forever. So thank you guys for listening. It's been beautiful connecting with you and sharing with you. I hope you got some value from this. I'd love to hear what parts stood out to you. And if this is something that resonated with you that you have found yourself struggling with, 
or these words have been resonating with you and you're not sure why, I would be happy to chat with you and find out what's going on and see how I can help. So this is a, the kind of thing that I help people overcome. This is the path that I've walked and it has transformed my health, my business, my life, my ability to connect with others, to feel like I belong, to know that I'm worthy, <laughs> to share my gifts. So much has come from this. The most compassionate thing that I can do is be there to help other people walk their path through this. So I'm going to sign off sending you my love. Thank you for being here. Thank you for all that you do and sending you my love. All right, all you beautiful beings. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope it gave you a ton of value and insight. And if you know anyone else that would benefit from this, please share it with them. And your ratings and reviews are always so helpful too. And if you would like more support and more community and connection, you can check me out on Instagram and Facebook at Your Mind Body Free. I share live trainings and healing resources in my Facebook group and Instagram every week. And you can find the links for that in the show notes. Until next time, sending you my love.